There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cord Dog Yummy Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Vent out fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, Pod, is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, Pod, is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of what you doing your absolute favorite Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast uh and let me introduce the panel today first things first myself I am someone who has always hopped into the finish line but unfortunately unlike Candace and Lawrence I'm always looking back as well it is me Felipe the Brazilian dragon and I'm not alone I am joined by someone who is always working to lower his carbon footprint William Davis Will how are you doing I'm doing great I uh actually uh, wiped 95% of my memory before this podcast. So I, I, uh, you're going to need to get a robot version of me to record. Okay. This. Sounds good. Nathan, are you there? We'll find, we'll f- get your brother to replace you. Um, is Nathan the episode. robot version of me? No, but he is, a, he has like 99% of your DNA, right? So hmm. I don't know how that works. I don't know how science works. Um, it's been a while since of- I've had uh, high school biology. I mean, yeah, speaking of science, we're in the, uh, we're going to someone who in the College of Optional Math, she is here to celebrate Earth Day with us. Sarah Siegel is our guest, everybody. Sarah, introduce yourself. My name is Sarah. Um, as Felipe said, I am in the College of Optional Math. I am a film and TV major. So this podcast is perfect for me. Yes. But I am, getting, I am yes. getting a Bachelor of Science. So hence the science, I am very connected to Earth Day. Yes. I mean, this episode was timely. If I It was very timely. Myself. Yeah. Uh, and Sarah is a friend from BU, so she is joining us for this episode. And don't forget, don't think we forgot Navi because she is the titular and credit of this podcast. Uh, she's everyone's favorite cheer captain. Navi, say hello. Hello. Yes, I- I'm sure Sarah was very confused. She's like, wait, what about the other person on this podcast? Why are you going to me first? But, this is a yes. bit that we've uh, I, stuck well, I, to I, well, in the I two think, guests that we've had. I think you could have given Navi the and credit and Sarah the with credit. Uh, no, it's I, introducing and then mm-hmm. and is at the end. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I think my manager called first and asked if I could go before Navi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good manager. I mean, we know a manager, Sarah and I. No, we know a manager too. <laughs> yes, uh, but we don't have to talk about her and her shenanigans. Well, that's an after podcast conversation. Mm. But uh, yeah, Sarah, tell us about your backstory with Phineas and Ferb. Um, great question. I watched it when I was younger. It was my favorite show. Um, I think the songs bop. I feel very connected to the characters. I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I think it's just a, objectively a good show. Do you have good a good one to watch back? Do you have a favorite character? Um, great question. Um, or at least favorite character. At least. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't think there's mm-hmm. anybody I objectively hate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's That's overall good. just a good time. Yeah. Do you have any favorite songs or episodes that like stand oh, out? Oh yeah, S I M P scrolls my pants is a classic. Hell yeah. Yes. The OG simp. It's incredible. <laughs> and and then any favorite episodes that or like inventions things they did that like stand out? 
I should have I should have prepared a little bit better. I'm not sure if I can, <laughs> you sure can think I, of it. Uh, I'll see if one comes. I'll see if one comes yeah. to me. I can't think of like a definitive. Oh, this is the best thing yeah. that I've seen. Maybe I don't know. No, I was gonna say yeah. something. I forgot what. Maybe I think Simp and the Aglet song are mm. tied for mm-hmm. top tier. I think maybe the Aglet episode is the best episode of Phineas and Ferb because it's that one thing like everybody knows what an Aglet is because of that one episode. Yeah. Like there's yeah. you can't meet anybody who doesn't know. I was hoping everybody knows. Duke and Fritz would and, make an Aglet reference in the some shoelace thing. You Somehow would think. only only one of the three of us ranked that as a top tier episode. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. I don't, know, I don't know about the other two. <laughs> I don't know. What are y'all doing? I'm, I'm not I don't know. I feel like that's one of the ones. Like there's certain episodes yeah. that everybody remembers start to finish. Like this is what happens. We feel like Aglet yeah. is that episode. Squirrels in my pants is that episode. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just a me thing. Maybe that's just a me thing. Yeah. No, I, I definitely had it up there too as 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 uh iconic episode. So yeah. uh, maybe maybe it was just at the time we watched it. I don't know. For sure, yeah. But it was but, great. Um, are you also, as an adult, more on Team Candace? That's something that we've realized. A lot of cases, we feel bad for Candace. As children, we didn't realize how much she was being gaslit. Yeah, she was definitely being gaslit. But as, like, an older sibling to yeah. a boy, like, I, I get it. I get the whole wanting to bust bust the younger sibling for doing something that you don't, that you're like, oh, mom should know that you're doing this, yeah. even if it's not that deep. So like I always I always related to Candace in some way. But yeah, she was being gaslit. She was yeah. a girl boss. It's not her fault. I mentioned to Will and Navi in the pre-show that I was uh re-watching the Denzel Crocker Day episode of Phineas and Ferb. And let me just say, Dinkleberg is a, fu- a funny meme, but Dinkleberg sucks. Like Capital is really um, fairly odd parents Yeah. So just like Oh yeah. no, he sucks. He uh the day that they moved in to Timmy Turner's house. Um, he comes in, he's like, oh my God, we got this house and it's much nicer and more expensive than the house next door. And it's bigger too. Uh, and they have a boy. It's a, they, I hope they don't have a boy or whatever. And then he breaks up with Timmy's mom in college because he gets the checks that the government was going to issue to Denzel Crocker. And so they realized that he was, his science uh, like research was fairly odd parents. Wow. Huh. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. So need sucks. to rewatch it for the for the yeah for the meme I do. for the lore yeah um but anyway shall we get into these two episodes of Phineas and Ferb not, not fairly odd parents is not the name of the podcast we're talking Phineas mm-hmm. and Ferb um and let me just say two top tier episodes for me I had so much fun watching these two episodes I felt yeah we were, they were they were, really, they were really fun I felt I, like we were in a slump lately and then these two like springboarded I will say we were we were talking about like at what point do we not remember anything? I think this was the first episode where I remembered none of it from from as a kid. I I, I don't remember, but I but no. I totally enjoyed both of these episodes. Yeah, I remembered I, bits and pieces, but not mm-hmm. like, and I didn't remember the entire episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that's how I feel. Like I feel like I remember Lawrence being in the lair, um, mm-hmm. and then in terms of the second episode. I don't remember a ton of that episode, honestly, but I, two great episodes. Navi, did you remember any pieces of these? Uh, so I actually remember I was a middle-aged robot uh, fairly well. I did not remember the second episode as well. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. But let's talk about I was a cool. middle-aged robot. All right, so I am taking over the episode for this. And since the plots are kind of intersecting, I just mushed them all together in one. So we love uh, a mush mush. A little <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> okay, so 
Okay, so the episode starts off with Candace and Lawrence practicing for the father-daughter picnic competition in the backyard while while Phineas and Ferb are observing. Uh, I don't know if either of you have ever taken part in contests or any of the three of you did. Are these real? Like these feel like these felt like elementary school field day sort of things, but like I've never seen like a father-daughter like picnic game sort of mm-hmm. thing in real life. I haven't also, either. I feel it I seems like brother, something that would happen so. if you lived in the Midwest. Like East Coast, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. Do you happen. think it would happen in Oklahoma? I feel like uh, it would the whole like in like the sack thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I've definitely <laughs> done like but not on the uh, East Coast. We're not I've those definitely people. done like uh three-legged races in a sack yeah. and like uh like an egg toss and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it, it was all like it was all like high school field day. Field day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all field day, like right. by yourself, summer camp, but like not with my dad, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I guess I, I never partook in any father daughter things. As a kid. Me neither. Uh, uh, I guess I, nobody I, uh, presented the option to me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Call your dad after and be like, yo, why didn't no, I might this? just have to, I'll be like, why did you never invite me to one of these events? Yeah. It's weird. Might be a Danville only thing. Yeah. It might be. Um, but no, Jimmy Neutron and his dad had a field day sort of thing, like a father-son thing, but my dad never took me uh, to that. But that might also be some white people shit, so. <laughs> True. <laughs> All Anyways. Right. Yeah, so Candace for once wants to actually win this competition while uh, Lawrence is like, I don't know, slobbering over the mantle where they have all their participation trophies, which I thought was very funny. I'm sorry they had that many medals. Like that seems like a lot of participating. Yeah, who who's who's really the participation trophy generation? Yeah, Lawrence. It's not us. No. Yeah. I did like the the L one and he's like, it's first place. And he's like, no. And then I thought of uh whatever major loser from Camp Rock. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before Linda leaves her do her errands, she lets the family know. And uh, Lawrence says that he hopes that she makes in time so that Candace has someone to cheer her on, which gives Swinney and Ferb an idea of what they're going to do today, uh, which is they're going to make the, what, Pep Squad Mobile, which is actually a blimp. But. Yeah. Have you all seen the thing about how there's only like 25 blimps in the world? I have not, no. I have I've never one. seen a blimp in real life, though. Me yeah, it's neither. because there's really? not that many of them. I don't know. Back at home, I would see the Goodyear blimp every other day, especially when I was younger, every other day. And sometimes when I was driving home from high school, I would see it. I don't know. It might um, just be a regional thing. That's, whole good, that's for an episode blimp, of Boba and Boca. For Boba and Boca, we'll talk about yes. it. Yes. Our upcoming um, podcast where I talk about yeah. my hometown of Boca Raton over. Well, wait, no, it's a YouTube channel. Uh, oh, YouTube! Gonna, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a new concept. It's a new concept. We're gonna talk about Boca Raton because Boca Raton has some wild stories from everything Sarah's told me. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting place. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. I was, just, I was gonna say it does sound like the most uh, stereotypically Florida city. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's tennis first, like 65 plus. People There's- playing petanque. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but probably. <laughs> I guess we'll find out once we're 65 and older. Uh, yeah. So uh, meanwhile, Perry is on his way to the lair to get his mission, but Lawrence also goes through the trap door on the side of the house, uh, trips on a cable and lands in a chair that wipes his memory to the point mm-hmm. where he has the brain of a toddler. Uh, 
what terrible luck for Lawrence. Um, I would like to issue a retraction to an earlier statement. I have mm-hmm. seen the Aeroship to Brazil on, in Brazil a, a couple times. There you go. Uh, my bad. Uh, I have seen a blimp in real life. That's like 4% of all blimps. Wow. <laughs> Come on, math. Will's a math professor. It's a future math professor. Uh, not quite a professor. T- yeah, teaching it's, assistant it's just, and a uh, future thing. doctor of math. Hopefully. I'm manifesting it. I feel so privileged that 50% of the people on this podcast are on a blimp mm-hmm. and I'm talking to them. Or haven't been on a blimp, but they've seen one at least. Um, it's a rare sight. Yeah. So in the backyard, Isabella shows up and asks what you doing, to which uh, Phineas says that they're generating compressed air and asks Isabella to bring them other supplies. Uh, back in the lair, Carl is doing some housekeeping while humming Get You Get You Goo and finds Lawrence. Uh, he informs Major Monogram and takes them to their headquarters to restore his memories. And then Carl has a solution, which includes a robotic replica that Perry can operate and Major Monogram calls it creepy. Is this creepy of Carl to have these replicas of the Flynn Fletcher family? I think it's creepy that he has them and no one else knows about it. Yeah. I think I'm I sure think it's, it's actually like, a smart idea to have. I'm sure but. that people online know. He's probably like posted about it, but I feel like nobody <laughs> like it's one of those things like if I, it's Carl Tumblr girl. I would he's definitely on Reddit. Definitely on Reddit. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah, about yeah, Tumblr, yeah. but I'm sure that he would, would like post on Reddit to be like like something with engineering and be like, Am I doing this right? What do you guys think about this? Design look good. <laughs> but I could see like why nobody in real life but know about it. It's very practical given like their workplace. I feel like it's a very mm-hmm. practical thing to have, even though it's a yeah. little, a little yeah. borderline psychotic. It was very practical to have. And I think it's like every like boss of the animals, they should have the family replicas just in case. Yeah. But it was I like th- unhinged the reasoning. Sorry, Navi, I interrupted you. Well, I think main issue is is that major monogram doesn't know about this yeah (laughs) he's carl's boss he should at least know that hey i have replicas so i got you boo but he doesn't so yeah um so i had doof and schmertz evil incorporated uh doof and perry are having a standoff and doof tells perry about you yulg which is just i loved it which is just the opposite of glue, both in spelling and in function, uh, which he will use to destroy the adult diaper factory. However, before he can tell his backstory, Major Monogram tells Perry yeah. that he has a new mission and Doof is offended. Do we miss <laughs> out by not hearing the adult diaper factory backstory from Doof? Yes, uh, but I do hope that the loophole they set up, the loop that they set up of this will be a future backstory of my Perry the Platypus that you abandoned me is closed at some point in the series. Um, and I am anxiously awaiting the day, but I love this whole scene because uh, Doofenshmirtz, we don't really get that. It's like kind of a smash cut to when they're already made shenanigans that happen every episode. And mm-hmm. Doof is like, uh, yeah, uh, you're, you're something, something is like, uh, I forget the adjective he used, uninspired. But by this, I mean, completely inspired. Uh, but I loved, I loved this whole like setup, like the, the creation of this episode was really fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think, the, I think the, I think the backstory is almost funnier that we didn't get it yeah. and we just have to like fill in the blanks on our own. And like, I guess we'll never know. Like we don't, yeah. maybe we don't deserve to know. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know if what I said even made sense, but I like the structure of this. Episode I wasn't better. listening, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we all zoned out, Felipe. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, so Candace is looking for Lawrence, and Phineas and Ferb finish the Pep Squad mobile, and they go to the picnic. Harry gets his new mission of being Lawrence at the lair. And after getting the whole rundown of how the robot works, he also heads to the picnic. And I love this segment where they have the instruction manual in Dutch mm-hmm. and they have the Dutch to French uh, language dictionary and then the French to English. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my favorite bits in this episode. Um, so Candace is at the park or at the picnic and she can't find Lawrence and calls Linda. However, Perry shows up in time to participate in the competition. Uh, Candace also tries to bust her brothers in the scene, but parents, Perry as Lawrence just says, it's okay. If it's okay with mom, it's okay with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of, try- one of the like three pre-programmed lines he has. Yeah. Yeah. That and like the windmills, I think. Was Fancy windmill one. in it. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, the kids cheer on Candace, but they're the uh, Candace and Harry as uh, Mr. Fletcher are not doing super well. Um, I think at one point we see um, uh, Perry taking the pies and just like taking them out of like the little button mm-hmm. compartment, and like this one kid just shows up and says, "Ew." This poor kid. Does he have a name on the Phineas and Ferb wiki? Yes, yeah, so we'll Balthazar. Balthazar. Poor Balthazar uh like he got he's also getting gaslit a ton this episode um balthazar horowitz also known as ball pit kid (laughs) but no i i love that like every other game was at the extreme like they were doing awful like at the tug of war Mm -hmm. where like lawrence tried to drill i thought i thought they would do better at the tug of war and then his arms fell off yeah I feel uh, like he was able to like stick his feet into the floor, but I feel like he yeah. could have really like drilled because he's a yeah. robot, you know, yeah. like really stand his ground. Yeah. Just one big piece of metal. Agreed. But then in the vacuum, like he sucks up all the pies and he's like succeeding. So I like how every event was like, pick your poison. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be really good or really bad? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So robotic Mr. Fletcher is heating up and Candace is being like a good kid and trying to help him and stuff. Um, and the reason this is happening is because Carl forgot to top off the cooling, cooling levels of the robot. Mm-hmm. Um, at the balloon toss, Major Monogram tells Perry that they've restored Lawrence's memories and that they need to make the swap. So while Lawrence is in the, or when, uh, sorry, just a moment. You can cut this part out. Uh, when Lawrence is at the park, uh, Candace tells him that they're now in second because Perry threw the balloon in the farthest direction. Uh, or the farthest distance. Um, and then back at Duke, he's flying his plane to the adult diaper factory, but accidentally spills the eug, which causes the plane to fall apart. Um, at the final event, they do the potato sack race in which Lawrence finally remembers the rhyme. Uh, the Fireside Girls park the pep squad mobile for one last, yes, Felipe? Uh, I have a question. So yeah. mm-hmm. Lawrence's memory was wiped 5% at the beginning and that's like the first five percent was like the day that day which i think yeah. also uh-huh. math is wrong because mm-hmm. that's not five percent of his memory if he's like 43 no but well anyway. no i i i yeah i think they were just trying to wipe a little bit but they oh. left him with five percent which was why no, 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 he was but, saying daddy way too many cause, times because then when he got the <laughs> he got the help normalized daddy uh no 
but then so he had the helmet and then the machine was like five percent complete and it was going to that day and then later it said five percent left mm-hmm. uh like 95 percent complete but anyways that's not my point my point is if they restored his memory completely mm-hmm. how is mm-hmm. he not going to remember seeing perry well they they I probably think- yeah it, i'm i'm guessing no, completely I- means you know everything we want i know exactly like i'm just saying they didn't specify that mm-hmm. in the show so that's a little continuity error if i if i was being nitpicky i don't know if i'll have to see if the wiki calls it a continuity yeah. error <laughs> yeah maybe you can try the <laughs> at the end i'll be y'all. yeah error. this episode I'll, has a I'll, lot of errors according to the phineas and ferb wiki yeah it's i mean it's it's always just like little animation stuff yeah it's never like plot holes that's fair Anyways, bubblegum? Bubblegum, bubblegum. Running in a sack. Hop to the finish. Don't finish look, look, look back. Make that See, this is why we Sarah. have Sarah on the podcast, so that she can remember mm-hmm. the rhyme yeah. <laughs> for us. <laughs> um, so at the final, uh, yeah, we talked, just talked about that. Uh, the Fireside Girls parked the Pep Squad Mobile for one last year. Uh, Doof also falls on the blimp, which is like very... Uh, coincidental i should say uh and he also curses perry the platypus even though he wasn't involved um i mean that's fair that's yeah. fair it's one of those things where you're you're just like mad and you've got nobody to be mad at so you pick someone like ted cruz to be mad at <laughs> yeah <laughs> um candace and lawrence finally win the race uh or fi- win the race and they finally win the daughter father daughter race so they finally won't get a participation trophy this year um and lawrence says that well he doesn't remember what happened today he'll remember the victory forever mm-hmm. and then balthazar sees uh perry for a third time which prompts major monogram to tell carl to fire up the memory eraser again and then that's the end of the episode so what do you all think uh why don't we go to sarah first as our guest like, what do I think about the episode in yeah. total? Yeah. It was good. I liked it. I mean, I can't think of many Phineas and Ferb episodes where you don't get the backstory. So that in itself was just different and interesting. I don't know if I like liked it or didn't, unless like you watch an episode in the future and it all ties back together. But I I mean, I I think the concept of glue being Yulg was funny. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. opposite of glue. Which is like a very silly, like very silly invention on his end. Um, would you say it's Goofy? <laughs> I would say it's Goofy. Yeah, thank you for so much for uh, saying that. I did think it was really Goofy. Goofy is um, my most used word, I think, right now. I think, I don't know, something about the bubblegum thing being the only song in the episode made me a little sad. I think they could have had like a more fun like musical number, but that's just mm-hmm. a me thing because I don't know, when I think they need some forever, I'm like, oh, big musical yeah, numbers. Something that's like very memorable. For you. Yeah, yeah, that kind of hurt. I don't well, know. It just felt Carl very campy. Kitchy, kitchy, goo. Kitchy, kitchy, girl. See, that's a bop. See, the thing is, like, that's a bop. Like, it's hard to come up with something that compares to that. And, yeah. you know, the bubblegum, bubblegum thing, like, it's very, I'm at summer camp. It's not mm-hmm. a Phineas and Ferb song. That was mm-hmm. my biggest bone to pick. Not that they shouldn't have had that, that there could have been something bigger. Yeah. Um, can I talk about my thoughts on the episode? Mm-hmm. I have, I, I just want to say, I love. Like, I know we've talked about it before, but 95% of the time where they take the regular Phineas and Form, Phineas and Ferb formula, that's hard to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
it's uh it's a success to me like they do something different as opposed to like the standard episodes and I felt like both these episodes were fun in that way that like we're playing with the expectations um and this one was so much fun and I love Doofenshmirtz in this episode uh with the Yule and he's like curse you pray the platypus even though you had nothing to do with this that like mm-hmm. had me smiling ear to ear like this episode these two episodes I just had a blast watching and um yeah Mm-hmm. I had two notes of small things that I noticed in the episode. Uh, one is that when they parked the blimp, they had a very like zoomed in shot of the Prindle. Yes, uh, like, I saw that. Uh, uh, and then the other one was uh, at some point where uh, the the like scores on the leaderboard are changing. Uh, there's there was one name that was like uh, Melissa and Dan. Uh, and Melissa, which I know from yeah. I know from TikTok, is one of his, uh, Dan Pavemeyer's daughter's names. Um, Sarah That's is cute. a big TikToker. Uh, Sarah, do you want to tell us about the TikTok that your most viral TikTok or no? Well, I don't even actually know it's which the one assembly that one. Is. I think I don't. I could. I don't think I sent my... it to Will. I definitely sent it to Will. Hold on. Um, I don't think the assembly one. I think is my second. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Flex. Yeah. Yeah, not sorry, guys, not to flex. Um, the assembly one has ninety thousand likes and five hundred thousand yeah. views, but my top one has seven hundred seventy thousand views and one hundred eighty thousand likes. Oh, wow. It's a a mashup of a song by Doja Cat and a video of like what, like oh my god, sorry, yeah, Tiffany Pollard, Tiffany Pollard. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. It's when she, I, I don't know the context. I've seen the video. I don't remember what the context is, but it's like her getting out of the car and like, I don't care, whatever. You think I care? I don't care. And it's just that with the Doja Cat song. But I don't know. Do I, t- do I talk about the assembly one? Do I talk about the Should assembly? She? I don't know. Are you going to put mean, your high school on blast? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've already put it on TikTok. Oh, oh, that, that that's what you mean by assembly. Okay, now I remember. Now I remember what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe you don't want to <laughs> if you don't want to talk about it, but you want to like plug your TikTok so people can go check it out. Yeah. yeah um, my TikTok username is BBQ Jalapeno. I have the video pins. The TikTok, the log line, is that my high school had a very good idea for an assembly and it did not turn out the way that they thought it would. So take that as you will. Go watch it. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> uh, we can talk more about it. I'll, se- I'll send it after, so you guys can yeah. see it. It's it's a good one. Yeah. It's a banger. It's a but banger. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people will watch it and tell me that it's not true. I promise you, this actually did happen. There's other people who can confirm. I yeah. know that me saying that out loud does not hold any weight. <laughs> this is something that I did believe happen. you, Sarah. Sarah's a woman of her word. I am a woman oh. of my word. Thank you. He told her mother, I will be eating carbs on Passover this year. And she <laughs> stuck to it. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah. Do we want to go to a musical break? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We'll, we'll be right back. Bubble gum, bubble gum, running in a sack. Hop to the finish and don't look back. Dad, you remember? Bubble gum, bubble gum, running in a sack. Hop to the finish and don't look back. Isabella. Park the blimp and get everyone down here for the final cheer. We're on our way!
Finish and don't look back. You got it, Dad! Look, we're pulling our head! And look, there's Mom! Go, Candace! Go, Dad! Go, Candace! Go, Dad! Go, Candace! So, second episode, wait, suddenly wait, I Susie. Haven't woken, haven't we... <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> hey, do whatever. I, I thought you were going to do it. You were you were staying quiet for so long. I was just ready. I was, like, that. getting myself amped. Okay. Oh, really? I didn't know you needed to do it. And we are back. <laughs> Fine, take my so take my second script. episode. Do we want to do a third take where, where Sarah brings us back? <laughs> Sarah's like, don't look at me. No, everyone but like Christina Aguilera, don't look at me. Uh second episode here was Suddenly Susie, which I think coming into this from last week, uh, we oh were all prepared I, to hate it. Uh I, because I, can I jump in here? Because yeah. I have to say something. Will said watch next week when one of us gives Susie an MVP point. And I said, I will be shook if that happens. I'm think I'm thinking about it. I will it. be giving Susie an MVP point. I ain't there eating my words. There you go. But anyways, get to the reason why. Uh, so uh, I guess we'll go through the, the uh, Candace and I guess Candace, the Candace plot is kind of the main thing here. I, I guess Phineas and Ferb's plot is kind of secondary to this. Um, so Candace is, is talking to Jeremy on the phone or before she's talking to Jeremy on the phone, she's talking to her like, like, Hey Arnold esque, uh, sculpture of Jeremy in her room and, and like talking about all her fantasies with him. Uh, and, and he calls her on the phone. She's still in this like love drunk state, uh, where he asks her if she'll, uh, babysit Susie. Uh, and she agrees not, not realizing what she was agreeing to. Uh, so then, then she's freaking out that that uh, uh, she's gonna have to babysit Susie, but she thinks Susie's gonna try and like murder her or something. So she like throws away all the knives in the house and and anything that Susie could use to like aggressively maim her or something. And a teddy bear for some reason she gets rid of the teddy bear. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, what was the yeah, teddy go bear gonna do? I think she was just protecting her assets, just hiding the things that really True. were valuable yeah. to her. I think it was like uh, maybe she thought it was embarrassing that like if Susie got a hold of it, she could be like, "Oh, you're a, a teenager and you still have this teddy bear that you had when you were." I don't know. I don't, maybe maybe that's it. But uh, the boys are in the backyard. They're uh, trying to make uh, Niagara Falls in the backyard. Um, does this look Does this look fun? This very large uh, waterfall in the backyard. Yes, for me. Uh, I agree. Uh, I'm a, I, I am a thrill seeker. I went to Universal yesterday. We only got to do two rides because it was pack-packed. Um, we did the Simpsons ride and the Despicable Me ride because those were the shorter waits at the time that mm. we went. Um, yeah, the, the Jurassic Park ride was like four hours long. Oh, wow. Uh, the wait time, 240 minutes I saw. I was like, nope, no thank you. Um, but uh, I love rides and so water parks yeah anything that like makes the anxiety go up but like the adrenaline up i love that sensation does the does this despicable me ride make the adrenaline go up it does you know can i just can i just vent here i we got in the prime cart because there's like it's an interactive ride and the whole purpose is like you're becoming minions so you're being turned from humans to minions and you have to do minion training Mm -hmm. and we got in the cart that apparently has the camera on you 
and actually sh- turns the people in there into minions does a little like thing and mm-hmm. that i was not paying attention and y'all i love the minions like the minions are so happy and full of energy and full of life and just do whatever the hell they want and i love that energy and i was so sad i didn't get to see my transformation into a minion uh but the ride was fun are you a are There's you a, a minion meme guy like the yes. facebook minion memes wait i don't know what that means i like, like memes. i like the minions i don't know if this is a trick question a little bit uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the memes that old people post that's like a quote that's like not even funny but it's got a picture of a minion next to it oh, it would be I'm like jess got it. divorced and like a minion yeah <laughs> Uh, ironically i enjoy them then if that's the example um but i i i enjoy memes i enjoy minions i don't know if i enjoy minion memes mm, I'll be, okay uh, yeah um it's definitely like a 40 yeah. plus facebook mom demographic so yeah, if you subscribe yeah, yeah. to that yeah. then you, you by default subscribe to a certain demographic of minion memes yeah yes <laughs> Uh, is now searching up all the minion memes on no 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 sorry my mom what does a minion adult look like (laughs) susie susie comes over and she's actually not a minion shot they they should not i i feel like that's a that's an intersection that should not exist like i'm sure next time you go to universal you can buy one for like 40 dollars. well so i got it at universal two years ago and i got a cup that had felipe you know those like named mm. cu- like mm-hmm. they never have my name so i'm like mm-hmm. whatever and then i saw my name i was like wait i'm actually gonna get this because a they never have it and b i like the minions mm-hmm. and i think i got a plate but then i brought it all home for the pandemic and then i never brought it back so i need to have my parents ship it to me because mm-hmm. i would do shots out of that minion glass anytime <laughs> so what you're saying is you're a, you're, you're a uh, sucker to uh directed marketing mm-hmm. you've fallen victim to capitalism yeah I feel like I feel like haven't we all though? Who who among us hasn't? Yeah, I don't think Vinny and Ferb have. I mean, how are they getting all the money? To, you know, they're just making their little projects with no concept of money. There's no capitalism there. Will, did it we just ever talk vibes. About the thread that you just vibes about? in Danville. Uh, the Twitter thread about capitalism and how like Perry and Linda and Ferb. Or no, Ferb is like. Yeah, I don't remember. Whatever. I'll have to research it more to be able to talk about it. I know it has something to do with money laundering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but the, the important thing here is Susie, when she comes over, um, she's actually not uh, trying to hurt Candace because she's like, oh, if Jeremy's not around, then I'm, I'm off the clock. I only, I only humiliate you so I can control Jeremy. Uh, so so uh, Susie and Candace kind of bond over this. And Susie is like helping Candace like control her brothers. Uh, so the brothers are, are making uh, Niagara Falls and Buford and Baljeet and Isabella show up, and Buford's got Baljeet in a baby Bjorn, and it's like cackled. wearing him. It's like wearing it's for him his on chiropractor. His chest. Yeah, mm. his, his chiropractor said that uh, it's it's as humiliating as a half Nelson, but not as bad on his elbow. Uh, Buford's also chewing tough gum, uh, which is gum for bullies. Uh, it also says on the package because it's it's tough T U F F. So on the package it says something like uh, gum for people who can't spell. Um. So, oh yeah. So this is this is when Susie is trying to teach Candace how to how to manipulate her brothers, 
and Candace makes this like really weird face, this like almost forced, like trying to be sweet face. Uh, and she just asks Phineas to call their mom to to tell her about the uh, the uh, uh, Niagara Falls in the backyard. Uh, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll I'll do that." And so he calls he calls Linda, and it's it's very funny where where Linda tells Phineas like, "Oh, you're sounding like Candace right now," uh, because he's he's describing the thing the same way Candace does, but he's like really excited about it. Yeah, no, I, I love that. Again, playing with the expectations and like changing things up. Um, mm-hmm. But also we're deep into the show that like we have this formula and that they're allowed to do these things um, mm-hmm. and have it pay off. But uh, yeah, no, I loved it. Uh, so they they try out their, their waterfall. They all go down the, the waterfall in the buckets uh, or the barrels. Uh, but Buford leaves his, his tough gum on top of the waterfall because it's a, a choking hazard. Uh, so he, he jumps in uh, and he lands on top of Baljeet and it's, it's uh, very mean. Uh, and then uh, Linda's, Linda's rushing home. She almost gets there to see it, but then uh, somehow the, the big mountain is picked up. This, this giant footprint in the sky grabs the gum and, and pulls the mountain away. Uh, so whenever Phineas says, oh, we have Niagara Falls in the backyard. And Linda walks back there and it's just the broken sprinkler. Uh, and she, she uh, fixes it with the part. She's like, oh, I'll, I'll fix that. Can we um, talk about, since it's the last moment of gum, uh, yeah. when Phineas was denied tough gum and then Ferb gave him a piece of gum, I was yeah. just waiting for him to say, gum me. <laughs> Wasn't that uh, the, the noir episode? Didn't he say that? Like gummy, Phineas gummy. Um, that was definitely oh, gummy. Okay, I thought you were saying yeah. gummy, like the one word, yeah. but not two words. Gum me. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I. I guess the the weird thing that happened to me is is um, so they're playing like the musical sting the whole time, like Top Gum, um, but then whenever uh, Phineas asks Ferb for regular gum they have a musical sting that said regular gum, but my, my cat. So it sounded like they said the words regular gum. Uh, my captions, because I watch everything with closed captions said the words wiener gum. What? Uh, and I don't think they said it did say gum. that it did say that. I think they just meant normal gum and yeah. the caption was just wrong. Yeah. I, th- I think it, I think it they actually said like regular gum. Or something like it didn't sound like wiener gum unless you were looking at the words wiener gum. Mm-hmm. But wiener gum is a very funny band name. I have to check the uh, the uh, transcript on uh, the Phineas and Ferb wiki to see if they said wiener gum or not. It does not. Uh, but that's that's almost the end of the Candace Phineas and Ferb plot. Uh, Jeremy shows up to, to pick Susie up. Uh, so Susie's back on the clock and she asks Candace to hold this water hose and then sprays her with the water hose. Uh, and Candace is embarrassed. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it for that, that, uh, that through line. Uh, how do we feel about this? I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was like different. Um, I, I love the Susie stuff. Like I I I think it's fun to have a villain 
that is in on it. But yeah, she sucks normally, but she 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 was good in this episode. And I love the like, oh, you can emotionally manipulate people, which is not great, but it was like Susie would be good on Survivor. I'll just say it. Susie would be great on reality TV in general because she could she would just get everybody to like be obsessed with her. Like she would win. She brings yeah. the drama. She brings the drama. How, she how well did such Susie cutting do in our ranch deal? She wasn't cast. Oh, she I was. I, I, I swear she was. She'll she'll definitely have to be in the next one. I, uh, we can double check, but I don't think she was cast. Because I remember there were like only a couple women. Mm-hmm. It was like Vanessa, Candace, Isabella, Stacy. That might have been it. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I see her still here on the draft board. Unchosen. Yeah. I mean, season one, Susie was scary. That was right after she like threw a squirrel in Candace's pants, which iconic behavior. We love it because it gave us that song, but the OG Sim. She, I believe the quote was from Naomi Calhoun. Uh, I would drop kick that bitch. I thought she said punt. Maybe. Yeah. Naomi does use them alternatively though. Mm -hmm. They're very different kicking actions. True. Uh, should we, should we go into the, the Perry the Platypus Doofenshmirtz stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so, uh, Perry goes into the, into his lair. Uh, he sees Carl and Major Monogram, uh, and they, they warn him that, that Dr. Doofenshmirtz actually hasn't bought anything in bulk from the internet this time, which is like usually their go-to that, oh, he's, he's bought something. That's how they think he's up to something. Um, so, so, uh, (laughs) Perry shows up to, to Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. And Doofenshmirtz says that he's he's interested in increasing his carbon footprint, but he doesn't know what it means. He just thinks it sounds evil. It uh, is. So what he he's did not was, wrong. He uh, he uh, took a bunch of like carbon paper that you get on like receipts to transfer over, uh, so you can like write the same thing twice. Uh, and he made a giant foot out of it, uh, and he's gonna leave. Uh, carbon footprints all over the city. Um, I think this is one of the funniest things he's done. Agreed. I agree. Most evil as well. Like, it overlaps. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he traps Perry in some shoelaces whenever, whenever Perry gets there. Uh, so so he, he takes the, the carbon footprint out, uh, being, being carried by his blimp, I guess, another another one of the 25 blimps in the world. Um, and uh, Perry frees himself uh, and, and he, he becomes a, a truck driver at this banana truck company. Uh, and there's some, there's some, uh, there's some uh, song here that's kind of similar to the, the truck driving girl song that we had for Candace, except uh, there, was some, there was some line in there that was like, semi-aquatic semi-truck driver that made me laugh a lot it was like uh he's like driving uh something Um, i will find the lyrics hauling pineapples to gary indiana he's eating hush puppies and corn on the cob he's a mobile (laughs) mammal uh a semi-aquatic semi-driver that's what it was yeah it's genius uh yeah it's it's like uh, one of those that I think this is a very forgettable song. 
uh, just because we, we've literally already had. I love it though. A song about truck driving, but it was very fun. It was very fun. Alabama Bound. Let me look at the lyrics. Uh, this internet is weird. Uh, he's Alabama Bound with a. <laughs> he's head, heading south across the Mason Dixon line. Yeah. Shout out Christian Hubecki and no one else. He's a semi aquatic semi driver. Yeah, you said it. Okay, that was the line. There you go. Uh, so then, then uh, the truck that Perry is driving um, has a a giant. Uh, it's a Mr. Banana, banana truck. On it. Yeah, yeah. So it's got a it's got a giant banana on it. Um, you know who likes the bananas? The minions. Yeah, this is true. Got the whole song about it. It's the the Beach Boys song. Yeah. So have um, not single minions related thing. Is that bad? Probably what? not. I think it's no. easy to miss. Navi cut out for me for two seconds. I don't think it caught in the uh, audio. Oh, but... she she said she has still not watched any Minions related content. Um, I will send you. Uh, not even Despicable five, Me. Yeah. No, I haven't seen Despicable. You gotta commit to Despicable Me. Just one movie. The the only one I've seen is Despicable Me Two. Right. And, and, I, and I and I have been on the Minions ride at Universal Orlando. Okay. Uh, I will send you a five second YouTube clip. Navi, that will bring you so much joy in life. Um, I always get Despicable Me and Hotel Transylvania mixed up for some reason because <laughs> they're both about like <laughs> bad dads, I guess. Yeah. With like daughters that are played by Disney Channel stars or whoever. That well, does I, seem to be a Nickelodeon in for animated movies. Me. Yeah. I was like, because I had watched a ton of iCarly lately. And then at the ride, I was like, oh, hi, Miranda. <laughs> are, you watching, are you watching the reboot? Yeah. Um, Sorry again. Could, oh, was this an episode the grandpa one? Yeah. Did, oh, maybe I, I. Yeah, I. I think I haven't watched the newest episode. Okay, no spoilers, but I might be off the SETI and the Creddy, uh, Creddy, uh, mm. stand ship, shipper club. I might be a heady. Are you? Are you on a different? Heady? Is heady. that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> you know what that? a terrible ship. Well, I, well, I mean, there's there's. A, only one person or on the Hattie, show name starts with H. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Maybe Hattie. Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, I saw a tweet uh, because there's the, like, Miranda Cosgrove uh, uh, clip going around where she's like, I actually do cuss a little. What's your favorite uh, word? Probably fuck. Probably fuck. <laughs> but I saw, I saw a tweet that was like, Miranda Cosgrove voice, I actually do fuck a little. Uh, and I laughed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh is that your uh, pop culture? Sorry, <laughs> sorry for the children listening to the po- to this podcast. We'll, we'll Deanna said we can swear like almost a year ago. We can swear. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Doofenshmirtz's giant footprint slips on the giant banana, uh, and then it. Uh, or is this before or after? Oh, sorry. Before it's before it slips on the peel, it picks up the gum that was on that was on the tough gum that was on the top of the mountain. And then the, he carries the mountain over to uh, this like water bottling plant, this uh, natural spring bottled water plant in the middle of town. And it's that same farmer who had like the mini golf course, except didn't own a mini golf course. And his wife was like, you, you expect to have a mini golf course and no, and no golf. Um, <laughs> and then, or it, it was something else with like, no, it was, too, it was, oh yeah. The last time. It was, it, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check 
on the uh, the Disco Miniature Golfing Queen episode. But it was it, it's this it's this uh, this guy who's his wife is always like, you think a something something is just gonna fall out of the sky, uh, and then it does fall out of the sky. So he the the Niagara Falls they built is now his uh, spring water bottling plant. Uh, and then the giant carbon footprint slips on the uh, on the giant banana peel and sort of kicks itself and and the whole thing blows up. Uh, and that's it. That is the end of the episode. I love the line, "You've never believed in me." <laughs> yeah. Um, Sarah, what do you think of the episode? Let's go to you first. I liked it. I thought it was a good episode. I liked the the overlap of real life with Niagara Falls existing in the Phineas and Ferb universe. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. And like also historical. I mean, I've been to Niagara Falls. I feel like it's a rite of passage as an American to visit. So interesting. <laughs> 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 but like they tell you about like, oh, some people will go down the waterfall and like survive, but then some t- sometimes they don't. So it was good that in this scenario, they all went down and lived. Yeah. Um, I thought <laughs> we stand not um, dying on this podcast. We stand not dying on this podcast. I thought the idea of a physical carbon footprint was hysterical, and him having I thought it, you would think that like a really a, a big villain would be would want to do something that would increase his real life carbon footprint, and then the fact that it was just a foot instead of destroying the earth was just really really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, also love the song not a lot of country songs that I'll listen to and I would go back for that one <laughs> and Susie was really having her moment she was really having her moment and good for her good for her she, she gave it. big and she has range she has range and love episode. women who have range yes no um yeah well have you ever been to Niagara Falls uh no I have not been that far north yeah you haven't been higher than DC right uh, it depends on D.C. or Cincinnati, Ohio, whichever the two of those is further north. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Navi, what would you think of the episode? I thought this was a lot of fun. I love the mentor-mentee dynamic between yeah. Susie and Candace. I think that was the highlight of the episode for me. Uh, and I, I really like the doof plot, too, this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We learned that Susie loves to uh, gatekeep, gaslight, and girl boss honestly the the trifecta yeah um but yeah i i just i think i said that i love this episode multiple times so i will leave more to that in the feedback section but i just i had a blast watching these two episodes um and the song was a banger if i do say so myself um but with that should we go to another musical break let's do it sure musical break he's alabama bound with a load of bananas Heading south across the Mason-Dixon line Then he's hauling pineapples to Gary, Indiana Gotta burn some rubber, make that highway wide He's a mobile mammal and I bet you a fiber He's eating hush puppies and corn on the cob He's a semi-aquatic, semi-driver A full-time agent with a part-time job Oh yeah, I bet you a fiber That there's a mobile mammal And we are feedback, everyone. So, you laughed at it last week. Well, it's probably because I said it. Rude. (laughs) Anyways, we got um, 
Oh, uh, we got a couple emails uh, relating to this episode. Uh, first things first, the Google team would like to notify the What You Do in email that someone just signed in um, on their account <laughs> from Los Angeles. So that is an email hmm. we have. In uh, I wonder who that could be. Yep. Uh, Giovanni, our number one fan, uh, keeps keep sending the questions because we love them. Uh, we get number one question number one. Who's more creepy, Carl or Irving? Now, first things first, Sarah, do you remember Irving from Phineas and Ferb? Is he the one with like the glasses, like the orange hair? Like, yes. The kid? Yes. With yeah, he's a, he's definitely yeah. a little creepy. He's a kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm thinking, okay, then. The kid. Yeah. Okay, I think we're all talking about the right person. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. objectively he's creepy. Ferb's number one fan. Yeah, who who are we comparing him with? Who Carl? Who? No, I think the kid's creepier. I think the Carl is just like a, a little silly, goofy intern. We can't compare. <laughs> yeah. Can't compare. Uh, yeah, Will Mally, do you the, have thoughts? Yeah, because I think that like Carl does it for the sake of Alka. Like, there's a greater good mm-hmm. purpose mm-hmm. behind it. Whereas Irving is just doing it for his own personal benefit. He's doing uh, it for attention. Like, yeah, exactly. Not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. It's not goofy. It's not goofy. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 Carl is Dr. Coconut. I don't I don't think Dr. Coconut is creepy. Yeah. Um, and then second question from the one and only great Giovanni. Uh, this one I don't remember, so I'm curious to see if Will or Navi remember this. Yep. Okay. I looked it uh, up. <laughs> the uh, creepy gif that the Giovanni's words are quote I remember the face Candace makes in. Suddenly, Susie being a popular gif on Twitter for a while, end quote. So I don't remember that, but like, yes, this is definitely a nightmare fuel that Will pulled up. Here. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what context this was used in. Me neither. I don't remember but, uh, ever seeing this on Twitter. I can see why a, people would use it, but I don't remember it ever like being its own meme. Like mm-hmm. in itself. it's dressing me up because it's just going up and down. It's like jiggling. Yeah. Um, and it's not really like moving. It's a still image that's just like bouncing up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I tried to find the one where she's like tilting her head a little bit, but I didn't want to search that far. Yeah. So here, here's the reference you have. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so now we got feedback out of the way. And if you ever want to get feedback in, you can email at what you doing pod. Sorry. What you doing pod at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us at what you doing pod on Twitter. Uh, anyways, uh, let's get into the spreadsheet shenanigans that we ha- yeah. have here. Um, so first things first, are these activities better than reading? So uh, Sarah, just for your context, Navi is a big bookworm. She loves to read. And oftentimes she says that the activity Phineas and Ferb do is not as interesting as reading to her. So let's ask father, daughter, bubblegum, bubblegum, running in a sack field day events is that better than reading let's start with navi the titular person of the segment no because we've gone over this i don't like doing things (laughs) i don't want to leave my house uh so no this is like worst case scenario there's food there at the picnic okay well i also have food at home too but it's not free do you have pie at home uh, I'm not the biggest pie person, admittedly. Mm. I like pumpkin pie. Ooh, I, I love F- a pumpkin pie. Yeah, I F with a pumpkin pie, but all other pie is like, eh. Yeah. I think it depends if they have like whipped cream with it. 
Oh, are you are you one of those people who's uh, against hot fruit? Um, I guess I am a little bit against hot fruit. Like, but just... most most I a lot of people I see who don't like pie also don't like pineapple on pizza because they say fruit shouldn't be hot. They're just anti-cooked fruit. I have to be in the mood for a hot fruit. Mm-hmm. I'm not like totally anti hot fruit but it's not like my go-to off the top of my head like that's what i want yeah i love a good hot fruit hashtag hot fruit that's our that's our hashtag today. what about hot fondue like chocolate fondue fruit that's hot mm. well the fruit part is still like uncooked is the whole deal yeah yeah plus you can wait for it to cool down before you consume it yeah um what about uh the niagara falls of it all better than reading i think it was uh so dangerous that i was scared uh i i think i like i like whenever they did like the water slide yeah but just like getting in a barrel and going over a waterfall uh it's worrisome to me i would do both i would do the field day and i would do the water slide but i guess i'm the thrill seeker of the panel sarah would you get on the water slide yeah I, I would trust, I would put my life in like 10 year old hands to build a water slide and go down it. So yeah. I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what uh, playlist does this song belong on, if any? So we got Bubblegum Bubblegum running in a sack. That's our first one. I guess that's not the, a song that doesn't count. Next, no, nope. it doesn't. It's I don't think a it counts. One plus tier song on this list, right, Navi? Uh, no, I still think Wettest Friend is the best one. <laughs> Can you say that again for Sarah? What is friend? <laughs> no, I heard it. I heard it the first time. Um, I'm I'm lacking context, and I think that just makes it worse. Uh, maybe it's best that you don't know the context. Season heard. two, episode one, if you want to. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, but it's in the meme tier, Navi. Uh, yes, it is in the meme tier. <laughs> yes, I bubblegum bubblegum running in a sack is gonna live rent free in my head forever. This is Will's pulling up the lyrics, so my wedding. You say friend. you say it's gonna live in your head forever, but I think it won't last more than two weeks. Bubblegum bubblegum running in a sack. Make it to the finish mm-hmm. and don't look back. Okay. I will quiz you on it uh at some random time. And if you don't okay. remember it exactly, I'll call you out. Yeah. Fine. That's fine. What um, can you find <laughs> in the sack? Is it a bubblegum? B <laughs> potatoes. Potatoes have skin. Um, anyways, uh, d- uh, would Doofenshmirtz impress his professor with these inventions? Uh, what was the first one? The first one was Yulg. Yes, both of them. Both of them. Yes, I. I. They're they're just in a silly goofy mood. <laughs> uh, they're they're perfect. Uh, uh, perfect inventions. Yes. Uh, Dr. Havarlik would give him an A. Navi, you agree? agree for the first one i think the second one like just based on the name alone like carbon footprint like she would be like oh yeah that's like totally evil but then when she actually like realizes what he's actually doing i think she's gonna be like oh yeah Um, i still find it funny i just don't think that dr havarti would be super into it mm -hmm. yeah i agree with that i agree with that i think the first one yes like again opposite of glue makes anything fall apart genius 
But if I was his professor and he and Duvin Schwartz came to me and was like, look what I created, carbon footprint, I would be expecting that in the next two days, there's going to be too much like carbon dioxide in the atmosphere for the rest of us to breathe. So the fact that it's just a foot, I don't know. I feel like if I was the professor, I'd be like, I was expecting the world to start falling apart. I wouldn't be expecting a literal like carbon paper. Mm-hmm. And that in itself would make yeah. me disappointed. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Dr. Havarlik has such range as a professor. And Sarah's, I love your insight. Um, Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so should we get into tier listing? Let's do it to it. Okay, just to remind everyone, including Sarah, we have five tiers here on the Phineas and Fur podcast. Uh, we rank episodes based on tiers. So uh, if you want a reminder of the tier names in terms of Phineas and Ferb memes, we got the Queen of Mars, which is like a superb S tier episode. We got Yummy, 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 which is an A tier episode. We got Okay, which is a B tier episode. We got Satellite Fell to Earth, which is C tiered, and then Busted is an F. So uh, we also have Christopher Nolan films as the other side of tiers, but we stick to the Phineas and Ferb. Uh, we just like the Memento joke that Memento was both the best and the worst. Um, but yeah, so uh, Will, I guess let's start with you. Where would you rank this episode? I'm going to put I was a middle-aged robot uh, in uh, yummy, 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 uh, second from the top tier. I think it was really fun. I, I really enjoyed this episode. I liked the uh, the memory erasing thing. I liked uh, the Yule uh, it was it was it was really good. It was really fun. But there was no you? good song. There was no good yeah. song. What about you, Navi? Um, maybe I'm just on a really good mood today. But put it in Queen of Mars. I really oh. like this episode a lot. I, I think it's because we got a lot of Carl this episode, and I think that Carl is a very fun character that we don't get mm-hmm. to see a whole ton of. So I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, by his appearance in this episode. Plus, everything else is really great, too. Like, the ending with the Candace and uh, Lawrence uh, finally winning. Like, that was a really sweet moment, too. So, yeah, I'll put it in Queen of Mars. Yeah, what about you, Sarah? Where would you rank it? I think I would put it in Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. I think it was a good episode, Carl moment. But I think I said this earlier. I love a Phineas and Ferb bop. And there was no (laughs) bop here. It was just, like, a camp song. So I was thinking yummy, 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 I think is my tier. Love that for you. And for me, I'm going to agree with Navi here. I'm going to put it in the Queen of Mars. I just had so much fun. And I think that's like, regardless of where we ranked it, this is a top tier episode in terms of like the group of us, like the average is like right on the line anyway. So um, I love this episode. I had so much fun watching like peak Phineas and Ferb to me. Um, and I guess I can start for the next one. I'm also going to put Settling Susie and Queen of Mars. This might be the first time that both parts of one episode. Wow. Wow. Um, Get in Queen of Mars. I just enjoyed both these episodes so much. Um, and I, I am going to stick with it. Oh, yes. Actually, I do see Will with uh, two different uh, instances. Actually, one of, one of them was literally you. Uh. <laughs> I was born to so, lead, not to read. I'm so, sorry. So Felipe had uh, both episode 10 of season two. Oh, there you are, Perry and Swiss family. Phineas in S tier or in Queen of Mars tier. I had Bubble Boys and Isabella in the Temple of Sap both in, in that tier. Listen, I was born to lead, not to read. You That's do the okay. reading for me. Um, 
I wasn't going to call you out. I was just going <laughs> to let you know. Well, I, then I fixed it and you called me out. But anyways, uh, here you go, William. Uh, where do you want to put it if you're, if you're so bold? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm I'm still I'm still between Queen of Mars and Yummy Yummy Yummy. Okay. I could go I could go either way here. Here, let's go around the horn. Sarah, where would you put it? I'm I'm also torn. I think I think I'll put Queen of Mars just because I thought it was all really funny and the Susie the whole like Susie element was mm-hmm. great because we don't really see that a lot. Yes. And love the song. Love the song. Can't mm-hmm. be stated, understated that you love the song. Um, no, it can't be. It was such a it was such a fun song. And Navi, where are you gonna put it? Uh, I also agree with you. I'm also gonna put this in Queen of Mars. I had so much fun with this episode as well. It was just a treat to watch. Yes. So, Will, decision. Yeah, time. I think I think I I think I am gonna put it in yeah. in Queen of Mars here as well. Um, yeah, it, it was it was very fun. It was I, I uh, like that they turned it on its head, and Susie, who we have hated for two and a half seasons now, uh, was was a very sweet child, um, or maybe just like a manipulative child. Uh, but the the song was fun. The Doof and Perry plot was fun. Uh, it was it was it was a good it was a good eleven minutes. Yes, I agree. Um, but. Yeah, so these are some peak Phineas and Ferb episodes that we talked about. Uh, let's get into our points for the episode. Um, oh, I'm getting a phone call. I will, one second, let me decline. Uh, hey. Uh, anyways, uh, Will, who are you giving your point for the, the Lawrence episode? Um, so I'm, yeah, it's tough. I'm in between Lawrence and Carl because Lawrence does finally help uh, uh, Candace win the the potato sack race um but Carl Carl has such a solid episode with all the all the robot stuff I think I'm gonna give it to Carl yeah that's that's a good point good point Navi how about you who are you gonna give your point to yeah I think I spoiled it earlier in the episode ranking but I'm also giving it to Carl he had a really great episode so um yeah sarah do you have yours ready or do you this is this is my mvp right yes like who's the og who won the episode yeah i i'm not gonna say carl because again the whole thing was creepy like yeah he like (laughs) it was creepy that that he did that like yeah save the day but can't forget that it's weird so i think i would have to hand it over to perry the platypus himself for getting inside the robot and like overheating and like still trying to help candace it was very nice thing for him to do very respectful he, very respectful and also they like dr doofenshmirtz was in his plane about to destroy the adult diaper factory and he was like i've got to take care of my family first and that in yeah. itself is mvp behavior i love that so i was between candace and phineas um okay. candace i don't know it was a good episode for candace she won she was happy but i'm gonna give it to phineas here i don't know if i've given phineas a point but i'm gonna check myself before uh will does um yeah, this might be my first Phineas point. Um, yeah. He was just a really supportive brother and I love that energy. And he was like there for his sister and Ferb was there too. I, I will say the Ferb line where he was singing the bubblegum, especially those run free in my head. But yeah, give Phineas a point. He deserves some love. We haven't given him a point in a minute. So it's hard being the main character, but he did good this week. Yeah. Um, and then I already spoiled it for myself. Uh, Susie is getting my MVP 
first point ever for Susie goes to me, me. I ate my words. Um, yeah. So we, we gotta, we gotta deal with it. Uh, so Susie gets my point. Uh, Navi, how about you? Um, well, uh, I guess not to spoil Will's uh, thing, but uh, I will also give a clean sweep and give it to Susie here. Well, we have Sarah here, so we don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, oh, right. I think we we can't, it's right to assume, yes. but I will also be buddy. Are Susie you giving your point answer. to Susie? Yeah. Okay, so Navi, Su- Navi and Sarah, why, why Susie? Yes. <laughs> why Susie? She why slayed. Susie? Yeah, she, it was fun seeing her be the mentee. Like, she would do great on, like, Drag Race or whatever. She would be a great judge. She would be a great mentor. Uh, we yeah. stand. William, Susie? Yeah, yeah. I I was expecting to be the only one to go out on the limb and give it to Susie, but I, I guess she, she killed the episode that well. Uh, well, it would have that, done it for the meme regardless. Yeah, yeah. I figured one of us would do it for the meme, but it turns out I, all I, of us are I doing was it. I literally thinking last night, I was like, fuck, Will's going to eat, like, I'm going to eat my words and give Susie a point. Am I not? And no, I was going to do it genuinely, but then mm-hmm. Navi with the meme, but she actually does deserve it. I don't think yeah. that's unfair to say. So uh, let's see, Carl has joined, Carl and Perry both have joined the tie for third place with Stacey uh, and Ferb. With, with Stacey and Ferb. So, so Doofen Schmertz is still way in the lead with 14, Candace with eight, uh, Stacey, Ferb, Perry, and Carl with six. Uh, Isabella and Irving still have four. Susie has jumped into fifth place after not having any points, has four <laughs> points, <laughs> along with Vanessa and Baljeet. Uh, and Phineas has joined uh, Jeremy and Planty the Potted Plant with three. <laughs> is Susie, and, I think Susie and Planty are the only characters to have ever swept, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think so. Yeah. Elizabeth almost swept with, uh, but the baby turtles got the point. Yeah, and, then, there, and so. then you had to give it to an animal. <laughs> of course. They're relatively nosy. Uh, but yeah, that is that is our uh, point segment for the week. William, tell us about next week or our next episode. Uh, yeah, next week is the uh, Phineas and Ferb Christmas Vacation, uh, and my brother Nathan is back. Uh, his his uh, second time on the podcast with us. Yes, um, and that's super exciting to have Nathan back in saddle with us. But we're not done with our current guest, Sarah. Tell people where they can check you out on the social medias or if you're doing any other podcasts or things you want people to check out plus a pop culture plug is something you have been consuming that everyone should check out yeah i am on most socials as cash money sarah sarah no h tiktok as bbq jalapeno barbecued jalapenos um i don't have anything else going on in my life at this moment but i will plug show that i started very recently that I'm obsessed with is Aquafina is Nora from Queens. I think it is so funny. Um, if you haven't watched Abbott Elementary yet, come oh, on, yeah. come on. Um, I think some runner-up TV shows. I'm just how long, how many shows can I mention? Um, as many as you want. Cool. I I'm obsessed with What We Do in the Shadows. I'm obsessed yes. with the other two. I yes. love Ted Lasso. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. You also are an avid be TikTok watcher. <laughs> Great TV. It's great TV. Great TV. Yeah. Uh, Who wants to go next? Will or Navi? I'll go next. Uh, 
you can find me anywhere on social media at Davis Kama Will on, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Venmo. Um, I, let's see. Sarah, is I, your Venmo cash money, Sarah? It's not. No, it's much more professional. It's my first name dash last name dash mm. one. Change it to cash money, Sarah, because it's perfect for Venmo. It would be, that would be really funny. It would be really funny if it did that. Um, I, we're, we're trying to get, uh, EATB stuff back soon. Uh, I, I am moving in a couple weeks and, but we're, we're working on stuff. It will be back, uh, hopefully soon. Um, let's see pop culture play. Have I talked about the show old enough yet? I love old enough. So it's, it's a show on Netflix. The episodes are like 10 minutes long a piece. Uh, and it's all, it's, it's, these Japanese kids and it's kids ages like two to four and uh, they're they're like toddlers and they get sent on errands uh to go to go do run some errand by themselves to show that they're like old enough and it's the most wholesome thing the first episode is this is this little two-year-old boy who walks a kilometer to the grocery store to pick up some flowers and some curry and then walks back home and he he actually does pretty well uh and then the next episode there's a kid who's told to uh go home and and like squeeze some oranges and bring back orange juice and he does really bad he gets distracted <laughs> by this, this neighborhood dog it's such a cute show such a great show it's it old recent? enough uh i think it was from like 2018 or 2019 oh, somewhere okay. around there but it, it like just came out on netflix okay yeah that's a wholesome Oh, and also, you, you're not going to plug the podcast? I feel like it's still in the window that you think. Oh, listen. yeah, yeah. I guess I plugged it last week because I recorded it right before we recorded this last week. But yeah, last week I was on uh, the silent podcast coverage of Top Chef, uh, the Quickfire Queens, uh, talking about Top Chef Houston. It was, a, it was a very fun podcast. Go check that out. Yes. Navi, what about you, my friend? Uh, you can follow me on social media at Cause I'm Navi. Uh, as for a pop culture plug, so... Uh, as you all know, I've been doing a very egregiously yes, long Naruto minute. of Naruto. I, I've made it to episode 200 of Shippuden. So, I mean, finally. Uh, and if you take OG Naruto into account, I've watched 420 episodes of Naruto-related content. Uh, In 2022. Is, yes. Uh, well, 2021. Uh, okay. Can I ask, uh, you're what's your routine like with Naruto? Do you like say, I'm going to watch two episodes a day? Uh, do you, cause I know you're watching other things as well. Like you watch the after party, you watch severance, you watch a couple other things. Like what is your, do you have a routine with Naruto or you just like throw it on in the background whenever you're not busy? Well, initially started off as just me watching it while I eat like dinner or lunch or whatever. And then like whenever I get uh, more into the plot, usually when it's actually like canon story, I'll like binge it a ton. But then once like I watch like filler or if it's at a part that I'm not super interested in, I kind of just have it on in the background while I do other yeah. stuff. So did you ever yeah. watch Zatch Bell? Yes. Oh my God. I love Zatch Bell so much. I, I haven't wanna... watched it in forever. I've only seen like a couple episodes when I was a kid, but I kind of want to rewatch Zatch Bell. I, I would co-sign that. I've Future been podcast, actually maybe? Talking, not kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, my cousin and I were talking about it recently. We're like, hey, remember Zatch Bell? And we ended up start talking about it all. And I couldn't tell you oh. one thing besides they were like book puppets. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but anyway, the reason why I'm bringing up Naruto is because my pop culture plug is uh, Believe It, a Naruto podcast where Ooh. we have four Canadians who are just like riffing on the show. It is so funny. You don't even have to watch the show uh, to listen to the podcast. Uh, they barely even talk about the show. It's mostly just them riffing. It's a lot of fun. So check that out. Yes. Um, so let me get out... Uh my regular plugs and my pop culture plugs because I want to start doing like a week in the Brazilian Dragon Network. So mm-hmm. uh, first things first, you can follow me on all social media at what the fleet, including Venmo. Um, I think my PayPal is Brazil Dragon Pod though. So that's the one different. Uh, um, you have your podcast in your PayPal? Well, because it was originally for, uh, I was going to like have people because I didn't want to make a Patreon without uh-huh. like a reason, but like if people uh-huh. wanted to contribute to like the expenses with podcasting mm-hmm. so i was like gonna put it under the podcast umbrella um but yeah i might change that uh before this episode drops but anyways uh pop culture plug as always promised land uh now is like time to like get into it if you haven't it's on hulu uh i think they're looking at making decisions soon so we want a season two uh and then i guess uh insecure i'm finishing up season four it's so good i love miss isa miss molly lawrence the whole crew uh, my favorite though is kelly played by the amazing natasha rothwell um so i love natasha rothwell so much uh, also sonic 2 which i know sarah also loves oh i would, would love to plug sonic 2 as well sarah in the first sonic movie and sonic- when sonic 3 drops i'll plug that too yeah didn't you did you also watch uh, our uh uh plug from last week everything everywhere yeah i have yeah yeah. I haven't seen I, it. I, I want to see it. Before. Yeah, Sarah and I almost went last night, but we would have gotten out. I would have gotten home by Very 2 good. I saw you. I saw you made a tweet about Deirdre Bobirdra. Is that is that uh, Miss Fowl? Uh, I don't think she looks like Miss Fowl, but I, I th- but it is Jamie Lee I, Curtis, I was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, the whole time I was watching the movie, was like, this Miss Fowl lady. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I saw it. It's just the, it's just the costume itself. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like, yeah. Um, Jimmy, uh, Neutron. <laughs> that's that's my miss. We gotta we gotta get out of here. We gotta okay, get out of anyways, here. Anyways, uh, the weekend Brazilian dragon. So on Sunday nights, Monday mornings, you can listen to Two Can't Keep a Secret with Jay and AJ. They're talking about Pretty Little Liars, and this week they had the great Jessica Sterling on. Uh, last week they had Sarah Ferguson, who talked about Camp Sarah as well. So Tuesdays you can listen to. Uh, this week on Tuesday you can listen to We Want to Be Famous. Uh, the Total Drama Island podcast that I'm doing with my friend Autumn, uh, talking about episodes eight, nine, and 10 of season one. Plus, you can listen to Gravity Bros, a Gravity Falls podcast, which I finally started Gravity Falls, and I'm really enjoying it. I watched like five episodes last night. Navi, have you watched Gravity Falls? Yeah, so I was initially watching along. I watched the first two episodes, and then I got busy with yeah. other stuff. I got busy I feel with like the show you would enjoy, like regardless of the, if there was a podcast or not, but I felt like this is like a show Navi would like. Um, yeah it was one of those shows that sort of passed me by uh but like when I heard you were gonna host the podcast on it I was more interested in checking it out and I've liked what I've seen so far yeah I definitely enjoyed it I'm about halfway through season one by now but uh check out the podcast on Tuesdays with Alec and Lucas and then Wednesday you have us uh, what you doing pod and then stay tuned because next week May 3rd the two-year anniversary of uh the Brazilian Dragon podcast launching is also going to be the episode 100 is when it's going to drop. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, otherwise, I have nothing really to plug except for uh, Insecure um, and everything everywhere all at once, like Will said last week. And now yeah. um, 
Well, until next time with Nathan, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. We really yes. appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This was yes. really fun. It's my inaugural yeah. podcast. So yes, we very, got very exciting day for me. I've never done one. We're going to have to do more in the future, for sure. For sure, um, for sure. But until next time, everyone. Corn hashtag corn dog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. What you doing today? I know, you know, what you doing? Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you. Yeah. <laughs>